Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Testing, mic check, one, two, one, two. What is going on, people? It has been a hot minute, man. It's been about two months since we last spoke on the podcast. Hope you lot are well, blessed, and safe. And man, it's just been a bit of a journey, like, the last two months. The reason why I haven't been on, you know, posting any episodes of the podcast. But guys, I'm back. I'm here with you. Of course, you're supposed to talk about Donda and Certified Loverboy. And <laughs> that's gone out the window right now. You know, that wasn't there. That has uh, been a madness, but long story short, I did tease and promise that I was going to produce more episodes and stuff, but some private stuff and different things got into the way and it slowed everything down and I just like got into a position where I was a bit burnt out as well and you know when just too many things hit at one time and then it's just like, yeah, everything goes down, but I am back. I just wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure everyone's good, make sure everyone's well and safe. I have been actually still dropping content. Of course, you can always check out my mix cloud. I always release mixes pretty much every single week. I also have my YouTube channel. So guys, if you're listening, please drop over, I'll jump over and give that a little cheeky subscribe. I will be dropping more videos on that soon as well. And this is probably now you're saying, Miles, you sound like empty promises, but no, trust me, I'm back. I literally secured myself a new job recently as well. So I'm really excited about that. Can't really talk too much about it right now, but you know, as certain things unfold, I'll be able to tell you guys what I'm doing, but I'm really, really excited about that. Some new chapters kind of starting in my life. I had to kind of lock over a few ch chapters and close a few and open up some doors and some windows and stuff. You know that's that saying, if you don't know the saying, it's like, you know, you close the door to open a window. Well, fam, I made sure I opened the door and the window. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> but no, man, just, yeah, it's just been a bit of a enjoyable, but also mad and crazy and like long two months. But I wanted to come back because I know what I mean, like we've really, like the support on the podcast has really been amazing. I didn't want to leave that to one side and think I just kind of walked out on you guys because that's not what we're here to do on the podcast. And honestly, like people have really been still rocking with the podcast, even though I haven't been there. And I guess that's the the benefit of having something that, you know, is too, is like a lot of content that people are discovering all the time. Do you know what I mean? Through the interviews or through my talking topics. I think the last one we did was about a little baby being, you know, the little wane of this generation you know what i mean it was something along those lines and stuff like that and i broke down basically nope and i said why little duck was in a better shout for that so you know i mean so we've got more content coming up we've got guests on the show as well um or not guests you know guests on the podcast coming up very soon i can automatically confirm to you that we're gonna have ck of course the guy who's got a big song at the moment love no one titty out right about now so we're gonna have him on the podcast on the next episode so i'm not gonna it's coming out my time is coming out wednesday but you guys might be listening to this episode at a separate time so the next episode directly after this one will be with ck so if it's if you're listening to this live or you listen to this before that comes out get ready for wednesday because that interview is coming very very soon but introductions aside obviously i was speaking about drake and kanye west the last time we were here and teasing that i'm gonna just say donda 
has definitely outlived Certified Lover Boy. I can say that hands down. The whole drink champs with Noriega and Kanye was mad. Episode one was definitely better than episode two because episode two was just him saying that he had like basically used backpack rap to get popping and then departed from it. And I, you know what? Like a lot of people are kind of annoyed with Kanye for doing that in the first place. And you know what? To be honest, it's true. Like he utilized a whole wave of, of uh, space to get popping, but how many people have done that in the past? Now I'm not condoning what Kanye did because for the longest time my brother was a backpack rapper, you know, it was there. But now it's like, are you? Did he always have those intentions? Because Kanye goes up and down so much that like sometimes he says stuff, then he backtracks and he apologizes. Do you know what I mean? In the same breath, he also said that he never fucked with Talib Kweli's raps, but yeah, he had Talib Kweli working on his album. Do you know what I mean? So like, it's one of them situations where it's like, did you not fuck with the rap? because you thought that you could rap it better because obviously we had that bar where T-Pain a couple of months ago was talking about how, you know, he told a bar to, to Kanye, Kanye said that bar was trash, but then Kanye literally flipped that bar on his own tape and T-Pain was like, bro, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously we can swear because we're on the podcast, you know what I mean? If I was on the radio show, I could be doing some of these antics, but that's the thing, like a lot of, Kanye West sometimes he says stuff but he does other things so I do want to know like did he really mean that or is he lying but I mean you have to it came out of his mouth he said he used backpack rap and he said he was more into the street stuff but because he never killed anyone he couldn't do that so yeah man it's just been a bit of an interesting time but when it comes to the music I've definitely had the more longevity in the last two months out of Donda than Certified Loverboy there's a few tracks on Certified Loverboy that I still like I like Fair Trade um where you start to run out very quickly. I am Y2 is why I instantly like straight away. Haven't played that song in a hot minute. So I'll definitely say Kanye West won that Drake Kanye battle. And it was it was a, it was a good battle while it was there in you know August and September. But yeah, I'm not gonna lie, he won that Kanye won that one still. But since then, in the world of hip hop and in the music world and things in general, so much stuff has has happened. And of course, the Astro World tragedy is gonna be kind of the main centerpiece of this episode of the podcast but i wanted to uh come through with a bit of a light-hearted you know thing first before we kind of got into that because yeah it's just been such a like a shame and a shambles man it's been heartbreaking to see everything that's gone on with that and i recently on my radio show which is on wizard radio every single saturday from 5 to 6 p.m my talk show i actually spoke about it so i'm going to play you the extract and play you my thoughts because it's basically still what i'm thinking and that's basically it was a reflection from a week on but before we do that I want to talk to you about Lil Nas X because that brother is moving mad again. But you know what? I'm here for this time. I'm here for the madness. This time I'm actively here and I'll be watching it. So Lil Nas X is going to be on Maury. And here's what I said on my show yesterday about this whole situation. In life, right? So obviously this show is not on TV anymore, but a lot of you will know it. And some people might not, depending on, you know, if you ever watch daytime television, Jeremy Kyle, yeah? The Jeremy Kyle show for me, was one of my favorite shows of all time. I absolutely used to love that show just because of the antics. I'm a person like, I don't like antics, but if I'm gonna be a spectator just like the audience was every single day, I'm gonna be there. Back in the days when I was at school, if I called in, I'm not called in sick. Well, that's what I was imagine. I'm not moving bad. If I was sick and I was able to stay home, there we go. That's much better. <laughs> like, I was, listen, 9.30 to 10.25, Jeremy Carl's on TV. 
But you know what I mean? And even before, like, you had your Jeremy Springers, Jeremy Springers, Jerry Springers, there you go. Jeremy Carl on my mind like that, moving mad. Jerry Springer, you had, obviously, even your Judge Judy's, like, shows like that, they just hit, just bare nonsense, bare drama. Obviously, you got stuff like Divorce Court and stuff that you can kind of watch on YouTube if you're, you know, in the UK, or just other, so like, shows of that genre. And one of my favourites as well is Maury, but it's like the, you are, you're not the father, you know what I mean? That stuff is absolutely wild i love that stuff yeah because it's just bad because sometimes you get so much energy coming from one person right and they're like yeah it is you you know me and you had relations six months ago the baby well six months you i don't know i'm just making stuff up on freestyling at the same time right and then it comes out that they're not the father and then they run away or, the, or they are the father and they still run away it's, it's all it's all mad it's, it's it's some of the funniest stuff <coughs> some of the funniest stuff you know i'm laughing too much it's some of the funniest stuff you can actually see. And um, we have our first rapper joining Maury Popovich. It's going to be Lil Nas X. Now, this is a bit of a madness, to be fair. And I obviously hyped it up a lot. Had to do a whole backstory for it. And like Lil Nas X is actually going to be on the Maury Popovich show on the 17th of November. So this is like next Wednesday, right? Well, Wednesday coming. I'm telling you, they've already released like a little part of the story. So it's already filmed. It's not live. But apparently Lil Nas X has been dating someone for like a month, obviously from the, what the video is saying. He's been dating someone for a month and a half. And um, yeah, that guy had a husband, not a husband, that guy had a wife. And then they're trying to work out if the kid, it, like, if, if like Lil Nas X's new boyfriend has a kid who's actually his. So they're doing a DNA test. I'm not even gonna lie yet. I always used to love the fact that these shows, even though as much people said they were fake, even, even though I knew to my, my heart as well, that this was fake or it was pretty much was gonna be a lot of the stories especially like the jerry springer was proven to be like fake and they actually you know hyped up things because i watched a documentary on it on netflix yeah but seeing lil nas x and seeing all this madness go on it's i know now maury is fake i know it's fake because i'm not saying that that stuff can't happen i'm not saying that lil nas x can't you know have problems like everyone else does but like lil nas x to be fair it could be like that's the thing it's annoying me because i'm like it could be real and the thing is why it could be real is because Lil Nas X is effectively a successful internet troll. Makes great music as well, don't get me wrong. But like his online presence is very trolly on some people as well. Obviously we see all that Bootsy, Bootsy stuff that was coming out from a couple of weeks ago. We spoke about it anyway. But in general, he's, he also obviously started as like his come up as a Nicki Minaj stan account. He knows how to use social media to, to bubble. So where are some of these stories for like, I don't know, an artist that it's supposed to be like an upstanding figure and a role model of society would hate this story to ever go public, yeah? Lil Nas X means more exposure. Do you know what I mean? If people will be like, Rah, did you see the episode? That episode's mad. Now, don't get me wrong. I saw the, the trailer because it's on Twitter. It looks fake. It looks mad fake. But at the same time, if it is real, it's going to get people talking about Lil Nas X. And obviously his album and all the stuff like I think that song was that's what I want is doing big things at the moment and has I don't think it's got a music video or if it has if it has I haven't seen it but it's just one of them situations where again it works in Lil Nas X's favor it keeps that momentum and that hype train going and you know I have to again I have to give him credit because he's doing it in a space and a place where to other people that would be shameful people would not want to be in that environment like I couldn't see like Meek Mill or obviously I'm just using Meek Mill as a name for example because the first person that came into my head I couldn't see Meek Mill jump on that ever. In my life, I would never see Meek Mill do that. But Lil Nas X, it just means more exposure, more clout. And it shows the different wave and the different generation of rappers we're going for because 
some people say no all news or all publicity is good publicity even if it's negative do you know what I mean and the Lil Nas X he's doing a mad he's doing a mad thing so I'll try and see I'm sure they'll put it on YouTube like straight away and I'll probably hit millions of views I'm going to watch that on like Wednesday or Thursday and we'll talk about it next week if I can get my hands on like the video or they release the video in time because I'm not trying to use VPNs and do a whole madness just to watch that live because that'll be a mad thing in itself <laughs> I'm telling you right now man Lil Nas X moving moving mad I, I can't lie watch the trailer if you haven't seen it on YouTube go and check that out for yourselves it is an absolute shambles but i'm here for that shambles you know man bring back that type of tv man i miss that obviously america you guys have got an abundance you know what i mean in england we ain't got that no more you know like back in the day i had variety when i was younger yeah you know i mean we had a bit of trisha we had jeremy kyle obviously that got cancelled a couple of years ago um there's a few others you know there was a few others i can't remember them but trisha and jeremy kyle was was some of the best for me i remember there was an episode of trisha one time where like it was a woman saying that like her mother was really horrible to her but like all her other siblings like basically agreed with the mother and thought that the, that sibling was lying so i remember there was like a, a woman who was pregnant who came out and she wanted to like who was on the mother's side and she came out saying i'm gonna deck her i'm gonna deck her and i was like i'm here for all this where is the popcorn where i'm here for all this smoke it was bad and eventually it turned out the mother really was mean and then literally all the siblings had it was all like sisters they all went to the you know the one sibling who complained about the mother i'm all saying sorry 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 and all that madness and it's just like fam this is why i love reality tv wasn't well, reality tv i don't know what type of tv that is but that's why i'm here for it so little Nas x do your thing bro because it's going to be a bad thing <laughs> i'm looking forward to that and we'll talk about it if i can get a snippet of it like i said i will try and um yeah i'll try and talk about it next week and yeah we'll move on from that but Going from something lighthearted and, and jokes to something that has been more serious in the news over the last two weeks. Of course, if you don't know about the Astro World Festival, you have definitely been living under a rock or just off social media and stuff. And I'm very much at the moment, I've been off social media. You know, I, mean, I haven't posted anything on my Instagram page in a year. I will be posting soon. I have to, right? But I haven't done any of that stuff because I've just been so focused on my stuff and sorting out life and stuff. I just haven't really been thinking about it. And that's really been something that snowballed from last year into this year. And I was just trying to make sure that I was working on everything. And when I saw this, you know, the Astro World tragedy and, you know, the uh, initial eight people, I believe it's eight people that passed away. And when I actually did play, which on the extract I'm going to play you from my show yesterday, I hadn't seen that the ninth person who's tragically passed away. So rest in peace to that person as well, because again it's another casualty and it's another loss so let me play why my initial thoughts about this whole situation then i'll give you a bit more of an additional breakdown that i forgot and then we'll round it up for now because yeah it's definitely been something that needs to be addressed and i just think when everything this all happened last friday at the time of this recording like people were so quick to jump on and have opinions but i think i even say this in the extract i'm going to play for you guys we don't know there's going to be an inquiry about this, right? The inquiries are really starting. The lawsuits are here. They're, they're here, innit? But we don't know, like, until for another six months, maybe, the full story, the full documentation, the full conversations that were had before this madness ensued. Do you know what I mean? So let me play the extract of my thoughts from yesterday, and then we'll come back and I'll explain a few more things and add to my thoughts and opinions that whole situation is still a madness i haven't checked the up to up to date news so at the time of this recording there's a nine-year-old 
kid also fighting for his life there's loads of injuries there's a lawsuit against Travis Scott and Drake there's one against Travis Scott separately there's loads of different things Roddy Rich is donating all his money to you know the ones who are affected Travis Scott said he's going to reimburse everyone their tickets so that's over like 50,000 people that's kind of crazy like oh, well, I think it needs to be done like so much stuff is happening and even this week I saw like videos of some of the stuff I saw people jumping on you know ambulance as it was trying to get in and out of the crowd i saw a video of a girl in a stretcher like and then they dropped the stretcher and i'm like yo like there's so much stuff going on and so much stuff is now this is where we, what happens is when something bad happens everyone now points fingers each at each other right travis scott's attorney and stuff have come out and already said like he didn't know how mad it was and I can understand that, do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of, like right now, I was speaking to one of my mates about this whole situation on Thursday, and he was like, yeah, like, the thing is, Travis Scott might, is not 100% at fault, but he'll be made the scapegoat because it's a face that everyone knows. Because now people are going at him, people are going at Live Nation, people are going at everybody. Houston Fire Department said, or like the security said, yeah, you know, we did warn him that it was going to be crazy. Yeah, but no, I don't think they, like Travis Scott would have uh, under or expected it to have been that crazy. Don't get me wrong. Lawsuits have been put at him on the past. I think we spoke about it last week where a show a couple years ago, one guy sued Travis for, because he got paralyzed because he jumped off like a stage because Travis Scott said, like, oh, I see you, but are you going to do it? He did it because he said that because, and he got paralyzed from it. Yeah, you know I mean, so the thing is, in this whole situation, like, we're seeing so many videos and stuff. We saw, like, there was a, I don't know if you guys saw on TikTok, there was that girl, or woman, I should say, who, um, she's like a paramedic. She was like a fan, yeah, of the show, but she passed out, woke up with, like, a bottle of water in her hand and then had to go over and then help people. Obviously, we hear out like, the police report about someone going around or people going around injecting people. Like, you're seeing so much, like, stuff come out. And really and truly, we're not going to get a definitive answer for another six months to a year. They're gonna have to do this inquiry. They're gonna wanna do it thick and fast and very quick and really put it down to who was really at fault for this. But as much as like, obviously Travis Scott and stuff is getting heat, I'm still, I'm still looking at, to an extent, some of the fans who went to the show. Because, you know, when it comes to mosh pits and when it comes to things in general, like, listen, I say this and guys who have listened to the show regularly know, like, listen, I'm six foot three. I'm a big guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't like being in mosh pits because I've seen people, I saw someone lose a tooth in the mosh pit when I was at university. I was like, yes, you see this? I stand on the side. Anytime there's a mosh pit, I know for myself, I can hold my own, but I don't want a rogue elbow or trip and get trampled on. Now, most people, at the end of the day, they are very conscious in mosh pits. If they see someone drop, they're the first to pick them up, right? I've seen it, it's cool. But you run the risk, and obviously mosh, mosh culture is a very big part of the gig culture in every genre, not just hip hop, because I don't, the thing is, my main thing is I understand everything that's going on, but I don't want hip hop, like, and even like gig culture to be demonized by one event, because now obviously I get it, you have to be very cautious when you're doing these shows and stuff, it has to be done. But do not end that whole culture. It's just, at the end of the day, what I'm seeing is like, people are quick to find people now again i'm not on social media all the time but like even there's the video of them two guys on the ambulance that's trying to get out so they can't really move because if they accelerate one they'll run over bare people but two they can't really move because you're on the ambulance do you know what i'm saying who were they and why were they on it do you know what i mean like everyone's looking at travis 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 why why were so many people obviously i know it's your favorite artist or whatever you're here to see it on the day 
how many people are trying to push forward? Why can't you stand your ground? Do you know what I mean? Now, I know loads of people broke in and the checks weren't done because they barricaded it and stuff like that. Something similar happened to a wireless festival that I went to um, a couple, couple, no, a couple, I'd say a couple months. It was definitely a couple months. A couple years ago, either 2016 or 2017 or even 2015, one of those wirelesses, the security gate got breached. And I remember... So I was working, I was doing interviews at the time for like different people. So that's when I, I think it was 2015 because I interviewed like Joey Badass and all these other people that year. It was a great year, right? Like I remember security trying to press me and I'd be like, excuse me, big man. Yo, I had, to, I had to switch up on a minute. Usually I'm quite calm and quite like, tranquil, but tried to switch up on me and be like, yo, why are you here? And I said, I'm working. Are you working? Yeah, cool. Here's my pass. Yeah, move out of my face. And you try to apologize. I'm like, nah, man, don't approach people like that. No, you got a job to do, but don't approach me like that. Do you know what I mean? And I had to, I had to like come with that energy because it was that. But I know with wireless, it, nothing happened. Like there was nothing crazy. I think that was the year Drake performed. Cause I remember, yeah. Cause I think he did like my way. And I was like, bro, this brother can't sing without auto-tune. I'm joking. But it's one of those situations yeah, where like the crowd have to be held accountable to an extent for the fact that they were pushing and all that stuff's going on and Travis Scott can't control that I know it's an overcapacity but even sometimes when things are in their overcapacity if everyone is respectful of space not trying to push 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 you wouldn't have that issue now I'm saying this and I don't have all the, the, the knowledge I don't have all the facts I well very well don't have any answers to this I'm just saying you have to look at every side of the thing because even if it was overcapacity like it wouldn't be so it wouldn't be so mad it wouldn't have been i don't think it would have been that mad if everyone was pushing 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 crazy it might have been a bit tight some gigs are i've seen i've been to plenty of gigs in my time probably about 50 to 60 maybe even up to 100 i one one stage was going three or four times a week right to gigs across across london yeah and people pass out that is a thing that happens that stuff is not new that stuff does happen but it's more of a situation yeah where you've got to look at it and be like yeah like it's, it's techie do you know what i mean it's very very it's very very tight that like travis if, he, if travis didn't stop the show and even the fire department and stuff said that they wanted him to continue because if they stopped it could have been worse if he knew the extremity i'm sure he would have definitely stopped the show if he knew and he saw it right in front of him he would have done that now obviously i know there's the videos coming out of people saying like you know you know when they climb up onto the stage i know there's the guy and the girl like you, unless they run directly to Travis and the chances of that happening is very low. Like the guy who's on the camera, who's like, you know, the cameraman, there's not much he can do. He can try and stop it, but he might have radioed, but we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know all these little intricacies. So right now, if we're all like, you know, very on case and on job, yo, Travis, the devil, but we just don't know what's happening. And that's why guys, we gotta be patient. You know, we gotta be waiting and seeing what's happening. Obviously, of course, rest in peace, thoughts and prayers going out to all the families and all the, who are, you know, who uh, kids and, and, you know, and adults themselves. Cause I think it was ranged between 14 and 27 passed away obviously i'm wishing a speedy recovery to all those that were affected and yeah it's just it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy and the thing is it's like i spoke about this on my podcast a couple of couple of months ago when you know things were reopening up and i was talking about festival anxiety and i was just like i don't know if i'd want to go to a fest i think it was around the wireless time i spoke about it so one of the last episodes on the podcast i took a two-month break right but i spoke about this and i was like would i want to go to a festival right now i said nah i'll leave all of that yeah 
and go next year and leave it. And that's the thing. Some people might have just been very excited and, you know, it's the first time they've really been to a festival at their house. I get it, but safety has to come first. Best part about festivals is when you look around and everyone's having a great time. But if someone's flagging, something like that, I've seen camaraderie in, in, a, in a festival or I've seen camaraderie in, camaraderie in a show, but uh, yeah, it's just mad. And me personally, another, the final thing I'll talk about before we move and play some music and stuff is like, I don't know if I'd ever let my kids under the age of like seven, 16, 16 slash 17, even 18, go to a show of a certain thing. Now, it sounds mad to say, but what I mean by that is like, I wouldn't let my, I can, like for example, like obviously a nine-year-old or a 10-year-old go to a Travis Scott concert. Because I know for myself, when I become a parent, I'm pretty, obviously, because I'm working music and stuff like that, I'm going to be pretty much, I might not be as hot by the time I'm like 40 as I am now on music, but I'm going to be pretty much in tune with whatever's coming out, right? So I know, you well, Travis Scott, man, you know, it's quite hyper. Bro, watch that on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if my kids get annoyed at me or whatever. Oh, dad, I hate you. Tough. Hate me, innit? Because yeah, that's not going to happen. Like, if it's R&B, more slow, more chilled, I'm still not really think. I might be a bit more, like, easier to go with it. And it might sound like a hypocrite. And reason why I say that is because I was going to, like, raves and stuff, like, under 18 raves when I was, like, 15. Do you know what I'm saying? But I was safe. And it's like, unless I know my kid or kids are going in groups which are in safe environments, and yeah, you've got a couple older, so you might have like, say like two 17 year olds, they might bring their 14 year old, like brother or sister and stuff like that. That's slightly different. But if you're just go, I wouldn't want to take my kid and again, like, dad, can we go to the front? No. Firstly, I'm tall and I don't want to do that. But secondly, no, because it's about safety. It's about making sure you're a mature age and you know knowing what you're doing. And of course, fight or flight comes in for many things. You could have been in a situation in that concert where it's very hot, it's very techy right now, it's cramped. You don't know what to do, so you're panicking. But it's just about having a bit of experience as well in a sense of like, I wouldn't want a, like a little kid to go there because they're gonna be traumatized now, do you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously everyone can experience trauma, but some people experience trauma at a young age that will scar them for life. And there's probably a few people at that Travis Scott Festival that might now not go to a festival ever again. And I wouldn't want my kids or any young audience out there listening go through something like that because that would be something absolutely crazy so yeah like that was my thoughts and opinions on uh on everything like as of yesterday of, as of this recording do you know what i mean and um it's just still sad like obviously we know the lawsuits are there i found out after when i was you know just jumping off the airwaves that the ninth person had passed away um i haven't checked to see if any more people i just don't want to see that in that sense but the one thing I forgot to mention and the reason why a lot of people were on Travis Scott's case in the first place is literally also down to his apology which came out I believe on the Saturday or the Sunday right and it was in black and white he was rubbing his head a lot and he was like you know rest in peace to the ones that was lost and stuff like that now any apology I feel like in that situation he would have got berated for right I do feel that in my in my in my subconscious not my subconscious but in my deep down thoughts i do think that regardless of whatever apology he put out he would have got shit for it i think that's a no-brainer do you know what i'm saying i feel like he would have got some heat for it however the apology itself was weak it wasn't great i i do and i do feel that like i don't think that apology was was great the black and white didn't necessarily help it was a bit out of context obviously i don't know what the lighting was like but black and white was not a ting rubbing your head and stuff like that it's like what are you doing 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it just didn't come across well. Like, obviously, I don't know what Travis's intentions were when he made that apology video. Of course, it's to apologise. But, you know, where is, what I mean is, like, where is his headspace at and stuff like that. But it didn't translate well and it allowed people to hate more. Do you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't a good look. And that was another thing where, like, in the, obviously, what I just, like, played you guys and spoke about previously, like, I don't hold Travis Scott as in the man himself. I believe his real name's like Jack Webster, yeah? I don't hold him 100% responsible for what happened. However, he has a part to play. And that's the thing. And when you kind of come out and, you know, you're not really, it doesn't, your video doesn't look sincere. Like I said, I feel like he definitely would have got shit for it anyway. Like, it's just a situation where it would have just been, you know, a bit of madness. Now, as I'm looking... I'm literally talking at the same time. I'm looking at his social media. And I'm looking like he hasn't post posted anything since the um, you know the sixth of November, which was you know last week when it happened and stuff. And obviously, a lot of things have you know now been back you know taken off. He has a few performances that are not going to happen now. And it's just like yeah, like people are going to be very wary and very nervous to go to the Travis Scott show. Another next Travis Scott show now, when you think about it, you're not going to want to be the, well, some people might want to be, some people might not care at all, but like, you're not going to want to be the uh, next people to be at a Travis Scott show because you're going to think about the last one. Now, I know, again, I spoke about festival anxieties and stuff, and I spoke about it on the podcast, and you guys, if you listen every single week or you've listened to a few of the episodes, you kind of knew how I was feeling about festivals in general. Like, I kind of said I'd give this year a miss because people are excited and there's a lot of people around and it's too much. And, I mean, I just feel like, like I said, it's, it's just a shame to see, like, this event and situation go on. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I do look at it and I'm just like, oh, these mistakes, like that were made they were fatal do you know what i mean like there's still hundreds of people that are injured and it's even apart even if you walk away and you didn't have a physical injury if you're there that's still traumatic you know that's still like yo you saw some shit or you might have heard some shit or you saw the distress like in big crowds and stuff when you're you know at these environments if someone's distressed it kind of they, they can change the wave of the room before the artist knows do you know what i mean now people i know there was like cat williams had a show recently the comedian if you don't know who that is someone passed out they spoke about the travis scott situation i do like i did allude to this obviously in what you heard before like i don't want this to necessarily change mosh pit culture but at the same time or like gig culture i should say gig more gig culture but i can i don't know like i i feel like everyone's on edge now i feel like everyone moving forward for the rest of the year especially the next like i'd say like three or four months maybe six maybe know, as we go past christmas into the new year a lot of people are going to be on edge and i don't know like i made a series last year on my youtube channel about is um, the first video was about slow tie is slow tie's career ruined and um like i looked at it and to be honest i didn't think his career was ruined i just said being perceived as something is not a good look do you know what i mean for what he did but with this situation I've seen a lot of, especially like Escape Plan, the video that came out, like I think it was the day of Astro World Festival. And I saw people say, fuck Travis, or this aged like milk and stuff like that. And it's like, <sighs> like, again, I see where you're coming from. I see the point of anger towards Travis, but it wasn't just Travis that organized this festival. Now I was speaking to one of my mates and I did say to my mate, the worst part about this is that is Travis Scott's event and it's Travis Scott's brand. 
if this happened at a festival that was like a wireless or a love box or a rolling loud or a lollapalooza i'm going through festivals in my brain that i can remember it wouldn't have looked as bad because it's not on travis but because this one is his event his brand his everything it basically just kind of screws him over and i hope it doesn't ruin his career um but i don't know in it i don't think it will but i definitely think he'll make a dent of it and his shows will definitely have to change as a result and i think it'll be interesting to see what change is implemented because that is a whole madness in itself do you know what i'm saying that's a whole madness in itself but anyway guys man thank you for listening to this episode if you got this far big up yourself man like shout out to you guys i told you i'm back i'm gonna be dropping more content here on the podcast so you know do not go anywhere you know keep it locked i guess you know i mean subscribe to the channel you know I mean? follow the podcast and uh, follow me on social media at miles Bukowski. like i always say it's too long you type in miles by the time you get to the second c i should appear do you know what i mean so just give me a follow i'm only dropping more content across the board and making sure that i keep you guys up to date with what's going on in my life and bringing more people back to enjoy the podcast but guys i'm going to leave it here because we've gone on for a lot longer than usual but of course it's the first one back after a long period of time and there's some serious topics that we had to address so i'm going to keep it moving guys right now but stay 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 safe you know stay safe stay blessed and stay healthy and i'll catch you guys next time in a bit peace everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.